0: Welcome to Integrative Nurse Coaches in Action, the podcast where nurses, healthcare professionals, and consumers come to hear from inspirational nurse leaders in health and wellness coaching. We cover the latest innovations, ideas, and breakthroughs from nurses who are shifting the paradigm of disease care to healthcare through the art and science of integrative nurse coaching. Everyone, to Integrative Nurse Coaches in Action. I am Nicole Vienno, your host, and I am thrilled to invite Anna Schlosser from Kingston, New York. Her business is Coach Anna RN. Welcome, Anna. Hi, Nicole. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to chat with you about everything nurse coaching and other things that are going on in your world. (laughs) Me too. I'm happy to get the conversation out there. I know its it's a, it's a wonderful conversation to have um, to help people understand what nurse coaches are doing in their communities, um, the healthcare consumer, fellow nurses, fellow nurse coaches, all of that. Um, and I feel like we're just having tea, virtual tea.
1: Yes <laughs> We're having a little chat. I'll have my exactly. coffee. I'm, I'm ready to go.
0: Oh, awesome. I have my tea and uh, you have your coffee. So, yeah, we're going to be roaring to go here. (laughs) So I'd love if you can give us a little, a a tiny perspective of your history, um, specifically to what brought you into nursing as a profession.
1: So I actually started out with a bachelor's in psychology. And I ended up not really using that in any specific way. Um, I was contemplating going back to school, maybe for counseling. And I ended up choosing nursing with the idea that I would eventually become a psychiatric nurse practitioner. So I took my first job as a nurse uh, back in 2008. And I ended up falling in love with medicine. And I never actually went ahead for that certification of psychiatric nurse practitioner. I never went to, you know, I never went to school for that. I never went to training for that. Um, But then I ended up finding nurse coaching later on, which really was, really was the culmination of everything. My psychology background, my nursing background. I just felt like that's, it brought everything together in a really uh, kind of, in a way that made sense for me. So
0: your your history and your education in psychology, and then more education and more knowledge, uh, nursing based and medical based, and right. then more education and knowledge in nurse coaching. Right. And yeah, and can you tell us a little bit more about what you mean as they're all kind of connected together?
1: So a part of what coaching is about is really understanding humans, understanding the psyche. Um, it's also about positive psychology. Um, and we use a lot of concepts in coaching um, that we find in psychology, in nursing. Um, it really, those two things kind of bring about our learning of humans and human interaction connecting back to the human correct yeah so what is it
0: that you love about nurse coaching
1: what i love about nurse coaching is it really gets to the core of the issue we have in healthcare, we have all the information, we have the knowledge, we share and teach and educate. But what coaching does is we help people integrate this information and implement it in their daily lives.
0: Is there an example that you could give maybe of a client um, that you're working with or that you've worked with in the
1: past that that connects that for our listeners who may not quite understand what that means. What comes to mind is I had a client who wanted to incorporate exercising. And through coaching conversation, she came up with jogging on the beach. I want to jog on the beach and incorporate that into my weekly routine. As the coaching conversation went further and further, we revealed that there was an emotional connection connecting her to her father with being on the beach and going for runs and playing in the sand so then that using that we were able to solidify that action and behavior into her life creating a stronger connection with it
0: hmm. yeah so instead of just staying on the surface of yeah, I want to run on the beach. You used your innate knowledge to dive deeper so that she could connect to why
1: (laughs) she wanted to run on the beach. Right, exactly. And so that she could incorporate this healthier behavior into her life in a stronger, deeper way. Yes
0: in a stronger, deeper way. I think that's, that is that um, is the essence of people being able to sustain habit change. Um, when we stay surface and think, okay, I'm just gonna run on the beach. That can be a quick result and may, we may run on the beach for a week or two or six, but then what happens after if we don't have a connection that goes deeper? likely we stop running on the beach.
1: <laughs> right. 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 It becomes less meaningful. And there and there's no motivation behind it anymore.
0: Yeah. And her connection with her memories of her father and
1: playfulness
0: mm-hmm. um allow her that deeper connection right and the right. ability to sustain the behavior shift.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Exactly.
0: Awesome. So in your um coach Anna RN business, how how do you find um how do you find that works for clients? Do you have a special way of helping people access their
1: their deeper connections? I personally use uh meditation, tapping or emotional freedom technique. Um, as ways to really connect to our deeper selves, to our deeper wisdom and deeper knowing um, so that we can find meaning and purpose in life.
0: And with with meditation and with tapping or emotional freedom technique, was this additional uh, education that you had to achieve? or
1: Meditation, I received... Additional training. Yes, I have a certificate in meditation and guided imagery. Tapping is self taught. I taught myself that I used it on myself and I realized this is amazing. I need to share this with people. So that's when I started to bring it into my into my practice. Oh, awesome!
0: So it's it's so wonderful to um, talk with nurses specifically because we're always looking for ways to one help ourselves, which is incredible. Um, but then to be able, you know, we have this this. Um, inner love uh, that we want to share externally with our, with our clients, with our patients, with our communities. And I love how you just, you know, you, you saw the benefit, you felt the benefits of tapping. So you said, okay, I'm going to learn more about this and then I'm going to teach it to others. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But if you think about it this way, there's always a book that you love or a restaurant that you love and you're excited about it and you want to share it it's the same thing and nurses are very much like that you know we want to share good information things that make us feel better things that make us happier
0: uh absolutely I, uh, A quick story on tapping i i i um started to uh, to learn a little bit more about that as well and my cat recently had to have surgery and so I started using tapping on my little kitty. <laughs> First of all, he loves it because I'm always on his head just doing little tap 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 tap. But it's such a powerful thing because it shifts our our thinking, it shifts our our feelings about something and creates a new pattern potentially. And I know yeah. little about it, so you probably have a little bit more understanding about what what is happening when we're tapping. <laughs>
1: So as as I understand it it's it's the same premise as acupuncture or acupressure. So in Chinese medicine which I'm not an expert of but as far as I understand it you, there are energy meridians or channels of energy. So things get blocked, things we need to open up the flow again. And so that's what the tapping does. But it's to me it's a little bit more um effective and and like you said you're installing new beliefs in the same way
0: amazing thank you for that explanation
1: i do know that
0: you are really interested in in chakras and and that kind of thing as well could you tell us a little bit about your work with clients in that perspective
1: yes so i did a series around healing your chakras So the chakras are the energy centers of the body where each chakra holds a certain uh, property. So like, for instance, the root chakra, Um, you know, that's the place where if we feel like we don't belong, we feel like uh, we don't have a place in this world, we don't have the right to exist, which by the way, may be subconscious beliefs, they might not be in the forefront of our minds. Um, we would want to strengthen our root chakra. And so there are seven main chakras um, and each holding different energies and properties. So we look to see if there's any challenges going on in our lives and then connecting that to the specific chakra. So for instance, the solar plexus, um, If we're not feeling confident or powerful, disempowered, we may want to do some, you know, meditation around that, some healing around that. Um, Again, tapping is good. Uh, Coaching techniques around what has you feeling disempowered. So that's how I approach it in my practice. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you connect, uh, because you have all of this holistic side, uh, you have the science of healthcare and your knowledge um, in nursing and and your previous degree um, in psychology. And um, you know, you talked about all this connection of all of those aspects, and now you brought in the holistic side of things too. So tell us tell the listeners how you define nurse coaching.
1: Like what is your vision for it? Well, I de- define nurse coaching as it's taking the intuitive abilities of nurses that we already have and really expanding it and just adding the coaching aspects, the coaching skills and techniques. Uh, my vision for nurse coaching is that it will become more mainstream because we are seeing a move towards holistic health, um, integrating mind, body, spirit healing, and understanding that the expert role of the nurse, the doctor, the healthcare professional, it's not complete. We can't just share information and educate, which is very important, but we need to help people incorporate this the changes and implement these healthier lifestyle changes into their daily lives through coaching.
0: Through coaching and through different modalities and through the connections that you're obviously making with your clients. Yeah, I know you you make a wonderful point. You know, the education and the skill of of healthcare is there and it is an important piece of it, is a very important piece of it. But what may be missing is the connection to the patient, to to the person who is going to make those changes in their lives or those shifts, those tweaks that they can then incorporate the lifestyle changes that the healthcare provider wants them to or or things that would benefit them. But if we're not really connecting with the clients and the patients and helping them to see that in their lives, Mm -hmm. then we're really doing a disservice to our patients and our communities. because it's hard to access that in ourselves when big changes need to happen. Like say someone diagnosed with the diabetes for the, for the first time newly diagnosed, like, Oh my gosh, I have to change all of these things. How will I do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If we just give information and education, then what?
1: Yeah, (laughs) Right. It feels incomplete. Like I said, it is important and to have that information just it's a good for me it feels like a really good starting place but it's not the entire picture right
0: yeah um taking we nurse coaches take it a step further
1: yes exactly that's how i feel we help the individual you know as you know we partner and co-create a plan together to make things uh, realistic and sustainable in their lives
0: Right. Realistic and sustainable. I think those are real key words um, because, you know, when you think of someone who has been diagnosed with uh, newly diagnosed with diabetes and think of all of those things that they need to change and shift in their life. And how can we make those things sustainable <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, yeah. and achievable and right. achievable when there are so many things So when you think of someone like that, who has a lot of changes uh, that they could make, how would you approach someone?
1: I would first offer support and and talk to them about they don't have to do it alone. Um, Coaching is also about, it's about support. It's about helping someone through a tough time. And holding that container for them, holding that safe space to help them process all their feelings that they're going through when they're presented with something new or they're presented with a crisis they're presenting presented with all these changes that need to happen um, that's my first thought, and from there, you know we would identify where they want to start first, right again we it's not about teaching, just teaching and educating. It's what feels doable for the person and where they want to they start. And really looking at it piece by piece, going through things methodically with them um, and understanding where they are. We talk about the change process. Where are they in the change process? Are they still in pre-contemplation, contemplation? finding out where the person is it, I think is something that's really overlooked a lot. So that all is a good place to start.
0: Yeah, and I I feel it, it as you describe all of those steps. Um, the space created, you talked about the container and creating a safety net or a safe space for someone to come in and, and yeah, they're going to have so many thoughts of uh, any emotional shifts because of some uh, crisis situation. Uh, and really a diagnosis, a new diagnosis can be considered a crisis. It's a mm-hmm. shift of major issues uh, in, in your health. Um, mm-hmm. And so creating that safe space helps them, helps them to be able to communicate the feelings that they're having.
1: Right, right, which is necessary cause you're just adding to the burden then of, you know, what they're already going through. And nurse coaching allows that
0: uh, space. I mean, nurses in general are, have been voted, uh, you know, the Gallup polls, uh, again, we've been voted as uh, the most honest and ethical profession. Um, and so I, I see patients and, um, you know, communities, clients, see nurses as that safe space to be able to communicate with and, and we're able to spend time with, with clients and get to the root and create the safety net that they need.
1: Yes, that is definitely an honor and a privilege to be in that role. And I've seen it for myself with my clients and I've seen, uh, my fellow nurses with their patients, uh, and it's, it's a big responsibility because people do trust us. So we need to be able to, to hold that space for them um, and to be there for them with what they're going through.
0: Uh, the first thing, as you said, that came to mind where we're holding space for other people But we also have to also hold space for ourselves. And and so that brings me to the topic of self-care, you know, caring about for and about yourself. And I'm curious if you could share a few tips on
1: self-care for our listeners. The first thing that comes to mind is self-care is not indulgent. It's not luxurious. I think we have this idea that it's selfish and I would like for all of us to get over that. (laughs) Um, I think it can be very simple, but not easy in that our bodies are telling us what it needs. You know, we're seeing manifestations of stress and anxiety and we're ignoring it, you know, and this is where meditation comes in. Um, connecting to our own knowing and our own wisdom in taking the steps that we need to take for ourselves, regardless of whether, regardless of what other people say or what other people may feel is right, uh, doing what we need to do for ourselves and letting go of that shame and guilt around um, making our own decisions. I think we also are in a culture that we need to work really, really hard and put in a lot of hours and totally neglect and sacrifice ourselves and our health. Um, And I would really like to change that mentality.
0: Well, you mentioned that self care is not
1: selfish, it's not indulgent.
0: We can avoid acknowledging feelings of anxiety, and we just kind of move on to the next thing because our society has trained us to do that, Mm -hmm. um, especially in nursing. So I was curious to know a little bit more about your thoughts related to self-care and maybe some of the practices that you have.
1: One of my biggest self-care rituals is in the morning. I wake up, I make myself a cup of coffee, I haven't phased out coffee yet, so don't judge me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm looking at that. Um, I'm looking at my caffeine intake. But so I, I make myself a cup of coffee and I sit down and I savor each sip of coffee very slowly and mindfully. And it helps me to see things in a grateful, in a grateful and thankful way. I slow down, I look at all of the things in my life that I am grateful for and that the things that are working and I just take the morning really slowly. I look out of the window and I appreciate the trees and I appreciate the beautiful snowy scene and today there's a blue sky. You know, I very mindfully go through what i appreciate i also do some writing usually in my journal i'll do some meditating i work with crystals sometimes you know holding crystals in my hand i have one in my hand right now actually i notice the anxiety coming up about all the things that i have to do for the day i make a list and I approach my day slowly and mindfully. I also, self-care for me also is not putting so much pressure on myself to do everything perfectly. So sometimes that might mean ordering out because I don't have the time to go food shopping and I'm not going to beat myself up about not going food shopping and buying extremely, extremely healthy food and and cooking myself a meal because I'm doing other things and I may have other priorities that day. So self-care for me in that instance is having compassion and kindness for myself and making choices that are right for me. The first thing that came to my mind as
0: you were explaining your morning is, Anna, can I come? (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh and the other part of that the other part of that is I try not to look at my phone my emails social media all of that um I put the night before when I go to bed I put my phone on do not disturb I try not to look at and look at it in the morning which is not I'm not always successful at because you're responding already, you have all your notifications on the phone, and you're, you're already having re- a reaction, right? I keep my phone on do not disturb until after my morning ritual, because that's my time. That's my time to connect with, with me. I don't talk to anyone. I don't respond to anything. I don't look at social media until I'm good and ready. It sounds wonderful. It sounds
0: like you are creating your space
1: purposefully. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. These are purposeful things that you are doing to create your safe space Mm -hmm. and your, um, it's not indulgent. I appreciate that so much because your safe space creates your, uh, your own ability to affect your clients. And your, mm. your,
1: your family, your life, yourself, all of yes. the people that you touch in a day. And if my, I look at it this way, if my nervous system is not healthy, I can't be present for others. For me, that time gives me a chance to settle myself, to hold and support my nervous system. Because if I jump into the day, I'm going to be like, I already just that thought Brought up tightness in my chest. All that, like scattered motion, that frenetic energy, um, it feels alarming to me. Even physically, having that physical sensation in my body feels alarming. So I make sure that that doesn't happen for me.
0: And when it does happen, or if it does happen, you have uh, already. Created uh, opportunities for yourself to return back to that uh,
1: reduced level of stress, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just by the choices that you make. And if I see that happening, if I see myself getting stressed and that feeling starting up, because sometimes it's sometimes it can't be helped, you know, but I'll notice it happening and I'll say say to myself, <laughs> "Okay, we're gonna get through this, and then we're gonna rest, and then we're gonna take our time again." To have that space. So we'll get there. Don't worry. And so it's just that self talk of, so, you know, that soothing self talk.
0: You can learn a lot from just listening to you uh, and, and that ability that you've, you've created in your life. And I'm sure that with your clients and that people that you work with um, can feel your presence uh, because you're taking these, this important time for yourself.
1: I've been told that I have a calm presence, and I believe that each one of us as nurse coaches, we all bring something to the table, something really special. There are people who resonate with us individually. Yes, and
0: uh, you're right. The more and more that I connect with fellow nurse coaches, uh, we each have an individual spark (laughs) that can Mm -hmm. connect with different populations of people. yeah, which is so valuable as we create these connections and as we create this foundation for helping to shift the thoughts of, you know, only focusing on disease. Instead, we focus on, you know, the wellness side of things and um, creating the safety for people to have those those uh, intricate, sometimes very intricate and uh, soulful conversations about
1: it. Yes, the importance of connection and community. What else should I ask you that I didn't know enough to ask you? <laughs> I feel like I want to say something to our fellow nurse coaches. Actually, I'm going to say this to a broader population. So this is to the nurse coaches starting out, to the entrepreneurs who are starting their own businesses. Keep going. It's scary to be seen. It's scary. Gary, to take yourself seriously, but it's important to keep doing the work because there are people out there who need you. You're contributing something special. And if you're feeling called to do it, then it's the right thing to do. Thank you. I hear you. <laughs> I feel your intention behind
0: your powerful words. And I know our listeners will feel and hear that as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, it can be scary, and it's a lot of work.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of personal obstacles, emotional blocks that, for me personally, I had to overcome, and I'm sure there are other people who experience it as well. But that's what we talk about in nurse coaching, right? We ha- we have to do our own inner work, our own healing. Um, So that we can be our best selves with others and that so we can live our best lives, too, because it's important for us to be happy and to feel um, fulfilled and successful.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for that reminder. Connection back to what we need and our own right. self work. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, if, if we're as coaches, if we're asking people to, you know, if, if they're wanting to shift behaviors and we're helping them get there, there's going to there yeah. be a lot of vulnerabilities associated with those shifts and with that um, change in pattern. Um, and if we ourselves don't f- understand what it's like to feel vulnerability or feel, you um, the the sensations in our bodies of anxiety and and shifting mm-hmm. that um and then how to address that in ourselves it's it's it comes across as potentially inauthentic as we're working with our clients
1: yes i see that and i agree with you 100% you know we don't have to have everything figured out we don't have to have all the answers but we we do have to do the inner work like you said so that we can hold that space and be compassionate and empathetic in helping someone else through through that and maybe we we don't understand it completely but we have an inkling of how to be present for that person amazing thank you thank you for that
0: so where do you see nurse coaching
1: leading to i see nurse coaching becoming much more mainstream and having a huge impact on the wellness of our society and our culture. I think nurse coaches are special in that we do have our knowledge base as a nurse in addition to the coaching coaching skills. I see them very present and I know every, we're doing the work to get healthcare to see how important we are and so I envision us being in every doctor's office, in every healthcare setting, in every hospital. Um I see us being very present in helping our communities to heal.
0: Anna, how can we find you?
1: How can we work with you? I have a group coaching program starting February 24th and it runs for six weeks. That is about navigating anxiety and building self-esteem, which we can all use a little bit of. You can also find me on my website, AnnaRN.com, on Facebook at CoachAnnaRN, and Instagram at Anna.M.RN. I want to open up the conversation around making better choices, living life by our own rules, unapologetically, I want people to feel empowered in creating their own realities. I want healing to be normalized and there are always free meditations and tapping sessions available also on YouTube at AnnaRN. And I am thrilled and looking forward to working with individuals who are ready and committed to making positive change, to like I said, just I want people to feel free, I don't want them to be hindering themselves anymore and afraid to do what they want and to make the choices that they want, live the lives that they want, have the careers that they want, you know, creating their own realities in that what is you what do you want your daily life to look like? How can we bring in more joy? We forgot about joy. What's fun for you? You know, like I talk about crystals and to some that might be silly or woo woo or whatever your judgment may be. But for me, I friggin' love them. They bring me so much joy. I love reading about them. I love holding them. That's just a small example. You know, I love plants. I love cooking. I love nature. I want people to start remembering what's great about life. What's fun? What's important to you? What's fun to you? Stop listening to everybody else and what they say and what their rules are because we've learned to live by what we think we should be doing. And I want people to understand that what they want, what they desire is important and valid. I want to help validate other people's feelings and experience. I don't want people to have regrets when they get to the end of their lives and say, I should have just not cared what other people thought. I should have just went for that thing. I don't want people to feel that way and get to that place. You know, I I woke up to the fact that I get to make the rules and I get to live my life as I want. I'm the authority here. So I would like to help others get to that place too.
0: Yes. Capital Y, (laughs) capital E, capital S, (laughs) s exclamation points. (laughs) Ah, that was amazing. Thank you. I feel like you were talking just to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's Ah. how I want everyone to feel yeah and we're here for each other again community and connection is so important we need to help each other out absolutely when we help each other out
0: things just get easier and more inspiration and energy is flowing and we raise the vibration and we all feel amazing
1: yes yes that has been such a big lesson for me these last couple of months not feeling like i need to do everything on my own have to figure everything out on my own, asking for help, reaching out, and accepting and receiving support. So important. Words of
0: wisdom to live by.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Anna. We are going to have all of your information in our show notes so that people can find you healthcare consumers, people looking to live their best life. And uh, we look forward to seeing more of your success over time, influencing people in such
1: positive ways. Thanks for being here, Anna. Thank you for having me, Nicole. It's really fun to be able to speak your mind and connect with other nurse coaches. I hope to hear from my colleagues out there.
0: Thank you so much for your generous time and support of our inspiring integrative nurse coaches in action. Please share this episode with a colleague, leave us a five star review, and follow us on social media. We look forward to keeping in touch with you. Remember to breathe and to rest.